Hey Rockstar, welcome. This is a storytelling platform designed to empower you to build yourself up physically, spiritually, mentally, socially, and financially. Why stories? Because stories live on. They are eternal. They are a powerful reminder of what one can accomplish when opportunity presents itself. So listen carefully, learn the lessons, apply them to the big five, and become the rock star of your industry. Yo, everyone. If you're having a bad day, don't worry. It's Thursday. And you know what that means? It means it's time for Hey Rockstar. You found it. You found the show that's about to change your life. It's a fun show, guys. Welcome. My name is Josafat Emiliano. My trusty sidekick, Miguel, is back there doing his thing. Let me move this. Uh, I feel like my audio is a little too much for me. There we go. That sounds a little bit better. But hey, welcome back to... Uh, hey, Rockstar. This is episode 43. It is an interview with a rock star. We have a very special guest for you. But first, if this is your first time checking us out, do the thing, please. You know, the like, the subscribe, the share, show the love, and we will definitely love you for that. You will not be disappointed because we try to bring value. We try to bring you stories from amazing individuals who have done some ama- some, some some great things and You know, we've had some good times and bad times, and we bring it all together so that you can learn these lessons, apply them to your discipline so that then you can go and develop that right mindset to become the rock star of your industry. So if you're ready for this show, I'm ready to get my guest in this place because he's got some good stuff for all of us today. So my guest today, ladies and gentlemen, is a man who is a rock star when it comes to startups, um, faith technology, and consultation. Not only that, but this man also is, he is well experienced in the professional music industry. Again, um, and and again, uh, faith technology. And I kind of want to know more about that myself. So get ready to to ask. uh, That's going to be my first question. And also my, my, my favorite thing is he's about empowering and helping entrepreneurs grow in their business so ladies and gentlemen boys and girls please help me welcome jared romano (laughs) (laughs) i need those audio effects that's that's what i'm here for my goodness welcome to to the party well thank you so much for having me i've got i've got not nearly as uh, the impressive audio that you have and and uh, I'm learning. I'm learning through uh, your skill set. The lighting. I'm gonna step my game up next time. Next time I come back, I'm, I'm gonna. Ha- I'm gonna have a, a different setup for you guys. But thank you so much for having me. I'm so so pleased to be here. Welcome, Jared. Welcome to the show. Um, just a little background from Jared and I. Um, we let me again. This thing is really getting onto me. Um, let me try this. Speak to me, Jared. Yeah. All right. Hello, hello, hello. Cool. That sounding all right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to hear you over myself. But uh, Jared and I actually met when I first moved here almost five years ago, almost six yeah. years ago. And uh, we met at a table with some brisket at that table. That's and we right. became like 
we became part of the brotherhood of the of the brisket and at that point i'm like i like this guy plus he had a full beard i hadn't yet developed my ability to grow the full beard or i hadn't attempted until later on that year and then i realized i can't grow it but anyway <laughs> we're not gonna get into that i mean i could like i say i could talk about myself all day long jared but today we want to unwrap your story so if you wouldn't mind just share a little bit about your journey so far and how you got to where you're at Sure, sure. Um, I put it into a couple different uh, segments of life. So definitely came out of uh, the church pastor's kid and, and a, again, a place that we, we, we met and, and uh, became friends at, um, which took me immediately into the music industry. I was always the young kid that was uh, had his perforated business cards I printed out from Office Max. I always, always handed them out. And uh, I did. I was able to go on tour at an early age. Uh, right out, right, right out of high school, and, and went into touring through that. I went into music school. I uh, actually spent time in Tennessee in a traveling uh, music group, and then uh, found myself in Los Angeles. Ended up applying. Uh, literally, I was. Uh, we had a, a, a three-day layover, and my friend reached out to another friend and said, "Hey, uh, my buddy doesn't want to sleep in the bus right now. Is there any? Can he crash with you?" That ended up being Azusa Pacific, and getting a scholarship to go out nice. there my senior year. And that put me into the world of Los Angeles and the world of music and, and desiring to be a, a professional touring musician was something that I always wanted. And that uh, immediate reality check that takes place of, oh, you were, uh, you were a big fish in a small pond, but now you're in the ocean. And uh, experiencing that uh, at a very, obviously 21 years of age and going out into the touring music industry in Los Angeles, spent a few years in that process and then that all birthed this this dream of uh wanting to start my own company and mm. and uh and i would honestly say accidentally starting my own company that <laughs> that leads into uh we were we were having some uh chats earlier about what does it look like and starting your own business and, and round one was this idea that i wanted to start the first musician talent agency and uh usually these ideas come out of a result of a failure and so it was a an audition that I was on that I wanted this gig and actually somewhat got the gig, but I challenged the pay and wanted a, a little bit more. And they went on to the next guy and utter devastation, my favorite artist. I can't believe I missed it. And then of course that failure goes, all right, so who, who made these decisions? Who did this? And, and so I, that's exactly what we did. We ended up starting a, a company of where I would host musicians. I would, help them get their first business cards. And I'd put them basically under a label, like an artist would have a, a label. We were the first musician talent label. And what we would do is interface directly with the uh, the labels themselves. So if it was a Geffen gig or a Hollywood gig or whatever it was, they would sign the artist. And usually I said, we'd only work with people with first and last names. So if it was a Colby Calais or a what whatever, a Rihanna sort of type artist where it's a one person, well, they need a TV band and they need a tour band. And so mm -hmm. that we became that warehouse that would facilitate everything from the musicians. And then as we grew and grew and grew, it turned into lighting and front of house and staging and, and away we went. So uh, business number one was uh, 22 years of age and ran that for six years and uh, really had no clue, of course, what I was doing. Again, that was a, my heart was broken. So how do I still stay in the industry? And 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 be around my people and and, yeah. and have some semblance of control um and then was able to actually sell sell that off and and move into the next industry and 
Another story there was actually going completely into corporate America, an environmental software sales engineer. Uh, never thought in a million years I'd be doing that after. I remember my, my first boss uh, in that world said, so you're just a musician looking for a paycheck, huh? And I said, oh, buddy, yes, you, you read my mail for sure. And then that turned me into this kind of idea guy mm. and started uh, seeing how certain elements were done. And then uh, the desire, uh, it was about three years in that like really humbling space. And then a desire to start my own app and it ended up becoming a prayer app, which would lead into that faith technology world. And now I'm in still in that faith technology world um, and as a result of there's a bunch of little businesses I started in there, some successful, some not. Uh, what I ended up being is a man with a, a, a long list of, of what not to do. And that <laughs> in, a, in a consulting role, uh, as people start these companies, um, I say I work closely with companies with employees of 35 people or less that are in business for seven years or less. It's those okay. early stages of what it really takes to get a startup off the ground and uh, the interpersonal uh, relationship of being the founder and uh, what really is happening behind that founder lifting you up is the fact that they're freaking out inside. And yeah. there's, there's so much dynamic to, to that's actually happening behind the scenes, behind every one of these little startup ideas. And so um, I've worked with dozens of companies behind the scenes in that regard. And so, yeah, I've, I've, I've put it in three categories. I'd be speak a fluent speaker of musician and music business, and I'd be into apps and development and faith technology. And then the combination, um, the most recent thing I'm working on uh, with a consulting, uh, the consulting arm is uh, a weather placement system on your roof that categorizes uh, 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 high weather systems for insurance modeling. And I, uh, of course, the musician in me would never think you're <laughs> over there. But at the same time, it's the principles of business, the principles of people. It's uh, so many of these lessons are replicatable. And sometimes you just need a guy with a little bit brighter flashlight that's done it a few times out, out in front of you going, come on, I, I've seen this before. We're supposed to try make the right around this corner and make a left over here. And there's a bump coming. And so uh, just those years of experience have, have allowed me to guide people. And, and I love it. Could you elaborate on that that term, the principle of people? Yeah. Um, so just the fact of there's there's uh, I would say many uh, now we're, we all look at it as an enneagram. Now we're we're uh. we're hip millennials and our and our, our <laughs> we can number people, um, but the fact is each person wants to literally be communicated to the way they need to be communicated to, and I've isolated it in bands. Gotcha. Uh, I could tell you. The type of uh, personalities, I was a drummer, so that meant I talked the most. And uh, the reason that was, was I had to get you in high school to come over to my house because I couldn't move my drums around. So the drummers usually end up being the nicest guy in the band. The guitar player has his head down and he's the creative angsty one. The lead singer usually wants the most attention, so they're going to be the mysterious one. The bass player, just like the drummer, they needed other people to do their job. So they're usually the warmer one. And, and companies work the exact same way. You've got the CEO who's usually, um, I've played that role three or four times now in different ideas. And I've found out over the years, not a great CEO. I'm really good as the uh, facilitator, the partnerships guy, the relational guy. It was just in those early days, I was the one having the unique idea. 
But unique idea doesn't always mean execution of idea. And even the executors oftentimes need leadership. And so there's these different dynamics where I'd be a three, so I'm that promoter. The eights, uh, those personality types are the doer and the eights need the threes. But if we don't have the balance of the ones who are justified, there's all of these different principles of people, as you said, that are just our unique ways of communicating to each other. And oftentimes you need uh, an interpreter in the middle and I play that role fairly well. Sweet. So uh, I, I love the, the fact that you are just so quick to, to when the ideas come to just give it a shot. Uh, do you, is there like a process that you go through before you tr attempt it or are you more like, Hey, there's something crazy I want to try. Let's, let's go for it and see where it lands. Uh, so I've, I've had mentors in my life and the one that I, I still work with uh, gave me the, the junkyard dog, uh, I guess, compliment and the fact that I can latch on to something and, and ride that thing out. Um, and mm -hmm. the, I think entrepreneurship, especially in the early days, um, there's the high of the idea and then you're pitching it to your friends and you're getting good feedback, you're getting uh, challenging feedback, whatever that is. There's this moment where it has to actually start to begin to become difficult and the reality sets in and financial risks start to take place and all of these different moments along the way. And if you're not comfortable being uncomfortable, you're not going to make it through. And that's what I would often tell people is what level of uncomfortability are you willing to go to? Because that is going to, in my opinion, be your direct reciprocation to the success that you're about to have. And so it is, mm. uh, it's not self-punishing. I've learned that one of Oh, I'm only going to my my most creative and I, this is not incorrect, but my most creative hours are 11 to 2. Usually the world's quiet. And I was so proud of myself for getting four hours of sleep a night in my <laughs> 20s and 30s, early 30s. It was like, look at how hard I, I'm punishing myself for <laughs> all of these ways so that when I'm sitting back and looking over my my massive farm or anything, I can say mm -hmm. that these hours hurt me, hurt me. There's not falling in love with that part. But there's also being very clear when people are going to uh, Cancun and you're not because you've decided to maximize every avenue of your finances and put them into a business. Uh, I can look back on many, many missed vacations and long distance uh, or uh, destination weddings that I couldn't go to, yeah. missed memories in life that are now I'm reaping the fruit of in different relationships and financially and different things like that. But if you think uh, entrepreneurship has been made so cool, it's such a <laughs> neat thing to put on your Bumble profile as entrepreneur, yeah. it's, uh, it's not as cool as it really is. It's actually uh, you found something that you couldn't put down and you think is going to make money or make the world a better place or, or I can't imagine doing life without this. Yeah. Uh, you have to be really comfortable in the fact that you're going to do without for a minimum. I mean, no, uh, very, very difficult to be able to be successful within that first five years. That's some rock star gold right there, Jared, because a lot of people don't know the principle of delayed gratification, um, the importance of that aspect. And I, 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 I'll be the first to say uh, when it came to, uh, I've read a lot of books and, 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 um, which, which is that one little thin book, the richest man in Babylon. Yeah. We're yeah. talking about don't eat your children, the money, you got to let them work yeah. and grow. I've been guilty about eating my children, you know, cause you, it's there. You want, you, you want to, 
partaked of, of, of your labor, but it's, it's definitely a good principle and discipline to, to build. And right now when you're talking, I was, I was thinking of a, a principle that I, I heard once that great leaders are quick to make decisions and, and quick to make decisions, but they take a long time or, but not so quick to change their minds. That's, that's a good yeah. leader. Whereas a bad leader, they take forever to make a decision and the first sign of turmoil, they're backpedaling quick. And yeah. so, and, 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 and a lot of that stuff is, is like you said, it's a little bit, um, I mean, if you could see the evolution of my app originally, um, the layer after layer after layer of, oh my gosh, I, I didn't do enough research to find out that already exists, but this idea is still good. And that, <laughs> I mean, uh, that first 1500 days, I mean, that that's kind if you really start to process that, that is your sacrificial time. And when you come up with your idea, you're on day one, yeah. <laughs> $14.99 to go, pal. And that's one of those things where not a lot of people have that that longevity, that hard, that, that long suffering. Um, and it's just such a requirement. Uh, we, we believe everything's microwave. A lot of a lot of these ideas are rotisserie. <laughs> they take some time. So yeah, just get comfortable being uncomfortable. That would be what's I think a minimum requirement. And then of course you get around people in my different, there's plenty of people that can call themselves uh, a consultant or startup consultant. Surround yourself with people who are going to poke Swiss cheese in every aspect of your idea. You want all the gaping holes so that you can go and patch them. And then the next conversation, there's three less holes in your idea and you just keep patching and patching and patching. And either you are physically learning a rebuttal, uh, a way to talk yourself through whatever that challenge would be. And you'd have a list of rebuttals to get around, or you're going to patch the idea itself. And that won't become a challenge anymore because you've thought of it or you've prepared for it. And so, um, Pitching often, as many people in the kitchen, uh, especially in the at least first year, um, how many times that I've, oh, well, you have to sign an NDA and you're going to steal my idea. And it, let people steal your idea all they want. It's your it's your motor. It's your workhorse that will outperform anybody who thinks they uh, can steal your idea. There's plenty of competitors out there. That is, that is good. That is good. Steal my ideas. <laughs> Because if it's, if it's that means it's a good idea if people are trying to steal it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let's go into uh, one of these questions that we have right here. Sure. Um, how about this one? So, what are the ingredients to start your own venture? Yeah, we we hit a few of them. We hit a few of them. Definitely a, a community around you. Um, obviously, having. A, an idea that is is going to be something that a, a, a number of people can uh, give you input on. Uh, oftentimes, people don't go in financially prepared. Um, depending on your industry, I get a as I came from the app world um, and had su relative success in that, and so I'm always getting pitched apps now. And they'll <laughs> they'll they'll come in and I have this app for this, and I'll say fantastic. Um, and and how much money have you saved for this idea? Oh, I I, th I thought we'd just go go raise money. No, no, nobody's gonna pay anything for your idea anymore. They want to see your effort. They want to see your your personal investment. Well, I'm so invested into this one example recently. 
um, about this weather station uh, that I'm working on. And I'm waiting because I get these calls all the time and I'll, I'll get I'll get this phone call. And uh, can we go out? And, and, and that's a great indication. I, I'd like to take you out um, for your opinion. Uh, something just very practical. If you're asking somebody who you want to learn something from or gain something from, make sure you're picking up the bill. Very practical. Yeah. Uh, make sure that any sort of I'm taking something from you, whether it be a contact, a an inspiration, some sort of wisdom. I sit back every time. I'm more than happy to pay for my own bill. I'm happy to pay for your bill. But the fact that you've asked me out <laughs> and you've reached across and said, no, 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 I, I've I can't tell you the amount uh, in, in my early days of the music business. I would look at because I had to recruit these musicians to be a part of that musician service. The amount of Starbucks I, I have paid for, and I don't drink coffee <laughs> that I've paid for in my lifetime, I can't even tell you. And I would sit there with my water because I couldn't afford anything else. But I was making sure I was paying for that latte across this, the way from me because I'm investing in them. I'm, I'm adding them to to something I'm doing. So little tidbit there, but I get pitched this idea and um, I go, great, this sounds expensive. <laughs> this very, very, very big idea. So I'm assuming, cause I'm gonna have to go out and fundraise for this individual. I'm gonna have to put the business plan together and get everything together. And he said, here's this, boom, business plan. Here's this, I've got my first investor. Here's this, uh, this is what I need help with and just itemized it and I went, Look at this prepared guy ready to – now I'm just putting the bumpers up on the lane so mm. we don't make sure that we throw any gutters. I can't guarantee you a strike, but I can limit the opportunity for us to fail. And so preparation, community, um, of course, a unique idea. Do your research, but come prepared. Become financially solvent. Nobody wants to hear that you're in debt $35,000 and you need 50000 for your app. It's like you, you got to balance your personal life yeah. before you decide to start this whole business world. So. so are there still good ideas out there in different industries that, that people can, can, can start thinking about doing not so much an app, but some kind of startup or have most of these um, work from home opportunities, have they already been saturated with our generation today? No, there's plenty. I mean, every I, I as as somebody who gets pitched, I mean, <laughs> often, often, I've every every at least once a week, I'm getting some sort of harebrained something. Um, and uh, again, I am a, I guess, 12, 13 years now, work from home. Um, we this is where we're going. COVID has forced us. We're learning. There's lots of rules to how you work at home because it's very easy to turn on a TV behind you and yeah. begin that vegging out process. Uh, you have to put some very, very high stipulations around your activity and how you work. Oh, but plenty. My goodness. We are not saturated in any way, shape or form. There's plenty bright uh, ideas out there. I mean, we have something I'm working in in, in the faith technology world. Um, so what faith technology or how I define faith technology is the systems that help the church run. And uh, we have four different products in that industry um, that have been birthed out of uh, needs and uh, custom products from other large organizations that said, we trust this organization to build it for us and we make a, a deal with them. Well, we'll give you 50% off the price that we would charge you, but we reserve the right to then sell that to mm -hmm. the, the Christian industry, the faith industry at large. Seems to be a great uh, business proposition. They get what they want for half the price. We get the opportunity to not have to build it 85 to 
a thousand more times or something. <laughs> so uh, it works out well for them. But two of the products that we have, we would probably consider better mousetraps. So we're the largest sender of missions trips. And so, of course, there's also all sorts of travel software around there. But for the faith world, the faith technology world, um, we think we do it better than anybody else. We're the most nerdy, we're the most automated, we're the most time saving. So behind every idea that could be potentially out there that you're right behind there could potentially be a better idea right beside it making sure that it's leaner making sure that it's smarter possibly more efficient probably possibly more cost effective mm -hmm. uh the second uh product we, we or the fourth product we just made but the second time we made it um we've got competitors in that we didn't even know we did and so it's <laughs> one of those things that you you just kind of have to go out there and do the best that you can um and i'll plug uh my, my little hat company, I made an investment in this place. Uh, talk about something I had no understanding in. I'm not, as you know, the most fashionable guy ever. And I'm not really this type of hat wearing guy, but these are custom beaver skin, uh, beaver pelt hats. They range from 800 to $1,200 custom hats that literally he'll design for you. This company is called Daisy May Hat Company. And that's our little logo in there. Okay. And this guy I'm gonna just walked. I liked you a little bit. Yeah. Show it real uh, quick. Oh, yeah, sure. That's us right there. Daisy May Hat Co. Yeah, and um, so this guy was just a guy at a birthday party who walked up to me and said, I, I, hear, I hear you help people start businesses. <laughs> and so I got pitched at a birthday party from a guy who said, I hate my job. My wife is pregnant and I don't know what to do. And that's exactly, he said, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fantastic hat maker and I want to do everything I possibly can to, uh, build this business. And his motor was stronger than anything I've ever experienced, just being pitched one-on-one. -on -one. And I said, I, I can't tell you how to start a fashion brand and a hat company and this and that. And here we are two and a half years. You can come see us in downtown East Nashville. We've got our own shop. We're doing literally 25K plus a month now. Uh, we've wow. literally ramped, ramped the business up and we're, we're going to start seeing us in many of the hotels down in downtown Nashville. We just signed a contract with the no Noel Hotel down there. So while you're staying down there, you're going to be able to grab yourself a custom hat. And so the future is bright in, in hat world. And, and again, it was a, a matter of evaluating somebody's work ethic. I mean, I remember in, in some capacity, I, I literally gave him his first laptop. I, I we walked through business plans for the first time together. It had nothing to do with necessarily his skill or, or not. He's become one of the most excellent businessmen, um, excellent at social media. He just needed some guidance and he needed some protection and we needed to raise money and we did that together. And he needed somebody to negotiate at the table with him when we're raising this, these funds and all of these different things that happen over the course of just the first few years of, of startup. And so, yeah, I mean, I hope there, I hope there was an answer in there. No, that was good. That was some, some good stuff. Like I'm, I'm already thinking about other, other things that I wanted to ask that aren't even in the list. Yeah, but go ahead. Just out of curiosity here. And just cause I'm, I'm, I'm a geek for the startup cause I'm in the middle of starting up my, my, my business and um, amongst some other choices I've had to make, um, trying to find a different job that will be that I can still work enough while I while I finish creating my, my speaker business. 
But um, right now I was thinking about right, when you mentioned he didn't know much about social media, but he learned about it. Now, I'm assuming you have a team, but you might not. And you can correct me, whatever. Do you have someone who consults noobs when it comes to social media? Do you have someone to that that, that people can can pay to come consult on like this is how you use Facebook. This is how you uh, this is how you read the the algorithms and this is how you try to go these things. Do you have someone like that on your team? Definitely a team guy, not yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm too busy asking people when their birthday party is. I'll be right there. Like, I'm definitely the social guy. I, I was uh, the creative guy, and I, I'd still consider myself a creative entrepreneur. But I've gotten more mired in uh, the, the leadership, the accountability, and then just um, building relationships where maybe the founder can't go. Um, and yes, we have a, I'll, I'll absolutely share with you afterwards, our social media guy. It's Dave Ramsey's old. Uh, oh, cool. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. I guess we said a name that we were not allowed to say. And so Jared got booted off the system. I'm so sorry, Mr. Ramsey. We didn't mean to pull your name out. <laughs> so Jared, if you get a chance to, to go in, um, or come back, go ahead and click on that link. Oh man, that was, that was a good question. <clears throat> uh, guys, it is hot here in Nashville today. I am sweating. Actually, I'm thinking about taking off my glasses for the first time in a long time. The rock stars taking off his shades because it is very warm in Nashville today. I had to turn off the AC so that you wouldn't grab the sound. Um, I think we're in the 100 degrees today and it's humid. But if you are watching and you're interested in knowing more about startups, or if you have questions, go ahead and and add it to the comments, whether you're watching through YouTube, through Facebook, or even Twitch. Ask your questions and we'll try to get to them here just as soon as Jared gets back on. And if he doesn't, well, then I'll try my best to answer your questions. Uh, what is today? Today is the 20... Oh, oh he's back. Uh, <laughs> we're on a different phone. Uh, we're, on a, <laughs> we're on the phone and we're on... Uh, the whole internet went out, actually. Uh, was so, that what it was? Oh. Yeah, we're playing We're playing on uh, on, on mobile now. So nice. See how that goes. Would you uh, mind turning your phone sideways so we can kind of get like the absolutely. panoramic look? There, there we, go. we go. How are we doing? Oh, uh, you, you look great. Oh, that looks terrible, but that's okay. All right. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just making it happen here, No guys. worries. No worries. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> I was just funny as we got into that. I was, I was giving people a chance to ask us questions. But you mentioned something earlier about this gentleman you helped. And this, this seems to be a recurring phenomena with a lot of people, especially people of our age who we've spent a lot of our work in hours um, working for someone else's dreams. And yeah. eventually we get to a point where we just, we, we're tired and we want to go, we, we, we want to be our own boss. So I would like to know at what point did you decide, I am tired of being an employee. I want to be my, yeah. my, myself made person well and it, and it happens in seasons um i mean so the first time it happened to me it was that musician audition it was coming mm. out at 21 or yeah 21 years of age not getting the thing i wanted and saying all right well then i'm 
who I, I, I can remember uh, saying to my buddy, who, who, cause I knew the artist the, I should have gotten it. Said, said, who didn't, who didn't hire me then? And he goes, Oh, he was a, he's a talent broker. I go, what's that job? I want that job. So <laughs> I, so I, so I decided that I was going to make that job and then I was going to do that job better than the guy who fired me. And so that first one was a bit of an angsty decision for me to uh, become that, that, that business person. Um, and then I, gassed out. I mean, after it was about five or six years and what I can tell as a very beautiful, amazing, look how awesome I was story. What was happening really behind the scenes was the music industry was falling apart. The payments of where I was uh, literally leasing and, and hiring these people into uh, these different positions, the pay just kept going down and down and down. And yeah. we were experiencing the first transition of buying a whole CD to buying a single. And the industry didn't know what to do with itself. And so um, I got tired. I got exhausted. And I went, I want to I want a boss. Give me a boss. Uh, I'll take the health insurance. I'll take the steady pay. <laughs> Not only that, I, you're telling me I only have to work 40 hours. You got I, I'll take the boss. Well, guess how long that lasted? <laughs> that uh -huh. lasted not a thousand days before <laughs> I was ready to jump out a window and go, let's try that again. Let's let's take that risk again. And so uh, it comes in different seasons. Um, currently, I would not uh, I wouldn't necessarily I have a say I have a boss. I'm one of three owners in this faith based company. But there's accountability. There's yeah. uh, I mean, it, there's oftentimes even in a business that you own, you go and say, well, I wouldn't do it that way because now you're involving other people. And, and I, 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 I you, you'll even have these breakaways to do other things. And that's where I've, I've found a healthy balance of saying I am part owner um, of this faith technology company. Um, I'm a part owner in the hat company. I'm part owner in uh, a, a, this this, uh, this uh, weather station potential idea. So I'm, what I'm trying to do is plant my seeds in percentages so that just like a stockbroker would is as certain uh, industries start to push, I can be a part of them and I can be a thought leader in them. And uh, it's really, really great to uh, be able to sit here in a position and tell you, I've never been more successful at what I'm doing. And I've never had more failures in the process to getting here. And so it's really one of those things of uh, first process to becoming your own boss is what's your risk quotient? How financially stable are you? You've got to save up some because there are rough days ahead. You've yeah. got to balance this idea between I want to be my own boss, but make sure you're not doing that or making that decision in a bubble. Take that community element in and pitch your friends and try and get some honesty out of it and then test that joker. See if I can make a thousand bucks this month doing this idea. See if I can make $2,000 this month on this idea. When that starts to outweigh your time and you can monetize, truly look at a chart and monetize your hours of this new idea that you have and you can justify it. You may even take, oh, well, I'm only making 50% of what I was making at my other job, but I'm so much happier and my potential yeah. to grow is there. But we're not we're not making gut shots anymore. Uh, we're, we're, you got to be smarter than, oh, I followed my dream and now I... I now everything's ruined. Well, guess what? Nothing ruins your dream quicker than being poor. <laughs> you being, That's true. You could take a beautiful dream, a God-given idea, and if you don't foster it and prepare for it, that dream could turn into a nightmare 
like that. Yes. I mean, I've been in, in the good, uh, I've been in the haves and I've been in the have-nots, but I definitely would take the haves over the have-nots. Sure, sure. Yeah, but, it's prep. It's all prep in that. It's balancing that idea. Uh, and again, I, I used to pride myself very much on my gut. Um, gut plus research. Uh, don't forget the research part because, again, we're talking about putting everything on the line for uh, a financial startup or an idea like that. Let's go in very, very well educated before we start making gut reactions. Oh, that's, that, is, that is wisdom right there. That is rock star gold right there, Jared. <laughs> that's that's some good stuff. Uh, what else? Oh, right now you said something that triggered a, a memory for me. Um, are you familiar with uh, the writings of, of Rabbi Lapin? I'm not. He wrote a book. He wrote several books, but the book that I bought is called Business Secrets of the Bible. Oh, but okay. um, he, he mentioned something about money being a spiritual thing. And he goes, if you think about it, he's like, we are children of God. And if and he went to a story about a he he had bought a car and he he went to his dad like, dad, I need to get my car fixed. He goes, well, here, take it to this mechanic He's a friend of mine. And uh, Mr. Lapin took it to the mechanic and the mechanic fixed it for him. And he goes, there you go. And he goes, well, thank you. And like, how much do I owe you? He goes, oh, don't worry about it. He goes, well, no, you got to understand. This is my car. It's not my dad's car. And he goes, no, you also, you need to understand. Your dad's done so much for me that there's no way that I could ever repay him. To be able to do something for his children is a way that I can, I can pay back my countless debt to your father. And he was talking about how, how much more our heavenly father, who we could never pay back, if we learn to service and provide and, 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 and do unto his children. If we learn to provide good things for others and and, and services that, that are useful, then that that money is a spiritual uh, item that will transfer to us because we are in references. We are we are we are honoring God's children. Yeah, uh, and that was just a beautiful mindset. But also the fact that money is spiritual also got me thinking because I grew up in a religious teaching where the the poorer you are, the holier you are. And I had to learn to debunk that that mindset. Yeah. You know what? Let's talk about mindsets. How yeah. important is it to have the right mindset to be in a startup? Yeah. Um, uh, and not only that, it's uh, I'm sure you've seen all the the jokey. This is how I started the day. This is how the day's going. This is uh, I'll never be a business again. You have a best call ever, and then you <laughs> then everything. I mean, my day is and I, I if i had there was a little window up here of my mom of of the amount of times that i've called her and said i'm, I'm over it this is it I, I never again give me the cush job at the sales i i give i i, I give it all up and then <laughs> that next that next day i mean hours later you wouldn't believe what happened i got introduced to the it, it's just such a ride, the mindset. And uh, I would say in one capacity, it's that junkyard dog. You have to mm. really, really believe in what the heck you're selling. You've got to believe in this idea that you're risking it all for. Because immediately, and we could even talk spiritually, I mean, the under attackness nature of, let's say you're doing something for the kingdom of God. Maybe you're made a, an agreement to... Take your money from whatever this idea is and reciprocate it back to God and the kid. Your, your, your enemy 
worthy at any point in that process. And so one capacity is the mindset around knowing you are on a roller coaster ride and it is going to tear you apart. Um, I, 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 in some of those notes there, I, I said a community that has nothing to gain from you. Having at the same time this community of entrepreneurs and all these other things, you can also have a community for me. I was traveling back and forth to Los Angeles. I needed to raise a million dollars for this one idea and it wasn't going to happen if it was 799, it had to be a million dollars that needed to be raised. And it took well over a year for this to happen. Um, I was uh, the most stressed that I've ever been. I, I mean, my, my, as I'd be sleeping in bed, my muscles would actually fire and, and just shake from the sheer amount of stress that I was putting my body through. Um, mentally, okay, but physically, you, your body goes through stressors yeah. and I would come back in after three weeks of in LA and I pull up to Nashville and there'd be one or two friends on the porch welcoming me back. And how was LA? It was good, man. This happened. Cool. So uh, what are we doing tonight? The ability to have friends that are just your friends that really could care less about your business is probably the secret behind all of my businesses. <laughs> the fact that I'm still sane and lucid are those people. And so uh, in, in a slight wrap up of everything, there's the mental capacity, the, 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 the fact that there are more rainy days than there are sunny days ahead. And just yeah. the, the fact that you're going to weather those. And then you could start to, in that analogy, you eventually learn that, oh, if I bring an umbrella to this day, it's going to be a little bit better. Maybe I'll get some better boots so I'm more prepared. Maybe I'll start to dress differently in preparation for these challenges that are ahead. Um, having a spiritual mindset and having um, a, a guiding, uh, I, I, I don't like uh, totally uh, fake words, a guiding light, a guiding force. If you're in relationship with God and you're guiding you feel like you're giving him that idea and asking for his leadership. Uh, that is the greatest secret sauce behind a lot of the depression and a lot of the ups and downs that go with this. And then there's just the sheer practicality of having a community of friends around you to yeah. say, like, I'm going through something difficult. Can we just go sit on the porch for a little bit? Like, I just need an hour of not thinking about this thing because all 23 other hours are working extra hard to solve this problem. That is awesome. You know, and me being an extrovert, I've been learning to appreciate my inner introvert to separate from the crowds to be like, all right, I, I need to, I need to, I need to make sure I'm okay. And I'll step back and come alone and like, uh, Josefa, you, you good? Um, and I'll be honest with me. I'll talk to myself and like, well, this kind of sucked, but you know, I'll make it. But th that's another, um, skill that I developed in doing a lot of these like like what they call shadow working and and kind of not deep like meditation where I go into like another sense of being it's just chance of resting and 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 knowing who I am in in, in my identity in in God but uh, what what I do is whenever something's wrong I have that ability to pull myself out of the situation and say all right this is not normal this is this is different. Let's see what's going on. And I'm not guided or I'm not like reactional. I'm not reacting to whatever's happening or the emotion I feel. I can fix the problem because I can see it from outside of me. And then finally, like, all right, 
all right, let's get this back. Let's get this back. This is going good. This is going good. And that helps me reset and I can get back and move with with uh, with rationale or move with ease and, and intelligence. That's yeah. been a, a really cool skill that I've been able to develop because and of it, it'll just keep coming too. of like um, my my statement before was like I can only do things for three years at a time or two years at a time. And now then I got to four years and then I got to five years. And and it's this idea that like the the, the barriers we put around ourselves uh, often is what we're going to we're going to live up to where we got very, very much goldfish mindsets of like I'm only as big <laughs> as the, the bowl that I'm in. Yeah. And I'm only going to grow to the size of my little bowl. And, and so each time you get a, a little bit bigger bowl and you get a little bit more comfortable being uncomfortable. Like I am now, um, I mean, as, as many things as I've been through, oftentimes I look back and go, now, could you do it with five grand in your pocket? Could, could you, could you, could you take everything away? And could you, could you go back to the most tiny version of yourself and could you build it all back up again and so it's one of those things of um just just being being ready to be uncomfortable and then you find yourself really enjoying yourself that's good stuff that's really good stuff all right jared well our time is getting away from us yeah i i am so glad you've spent this time with us because i know you your time is valuable and the more you drop, I'm, I'm just, we definitely need to bring you back. Uh, I, September is season, season two starts. All right. And uh, I'm gonna, pod, I've got a podcast that I'll, I'll promote then. So I'll come back. Sweet. And what I want to do, though, I want to start another segment called Conversations with the Rockstar. And this one is more like I want to bring two or three people and we will, we will talk about anything, any kind of conversations. But mo- I know other people that we could definitely talk money, talk about. Uh, business and strategies and such it'd be just a fun talk to bring in like a group of a mastermind almost of people but uh, uh, besides that's just a, a dream we have in, in for the future i love but it. um i'm here to support oh man uh, oh man you're you're part of the rockstar network now my man so let's ask as the long, last question get my internet figured out before then. <laughs> <laughs> i have high speed internet i've been paying the high speed internet and i have an ethernet straight to my computer just for the show because I, I, I literally double checked it before I got in here. I was five fifty down, two fifty <laughs> up. It's literally out. <laughs> it's out everywhere right now. Oh. So surprise, surprise. We we picked a fun time for it. But uh, I, I I appreciate you working with me here. Oh my pleasure. All right. So one of the questions that I like to ask all of my guests is, what practices or disciplines have become canon in your everyday? Yeah. Um, so I am very much, uh, uh, trying to put some better habits in, but I'm, I'm up every day by seven. Um, that's, that's just a, a standard morning wake up for me. It goes through a little, a little devotion, but I'm probably my favorite thing in the entire world is the activity of, I literally have, uh, like in my house, the, all the little Google homes and all that is, is good morning. That triggers the DAB. It's called the daily audio Bible. Um, it literally sets up my entire day. It's usually around 30 minutes and it's a reading of the Bible from beginning to end throughout the entire year. And so just a, a very audio based person. And so that starts the day I'm right into any sort of, uh, email follow-up by eight o'clock, um, into the real job job, um, by 
nine and pretty much meetings throughout the day. I'll allow myself to take one or two physical meetings. Uh, so that'd be a lunch and a dinner. Um, it's gym in the afternoon and then, uh, we'll just see what the night holds. So I'm, I'll definitely be more of the social, uh, version of it. I'm not nearly as rigid. I think you get, I get, I think you get rigidity with, uh, the wife and kids part. Um, so I'm not having to dance around that, 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 uh, particular system too much. So I'm, I'm, you're more flexible than anything else. The one thing that I've heard from everywhere and Taylor, uh, being a, a great advocate for it is the pre 7 a.m. gym. I put mine in the in the afternoon. So um, the pre seven a.m. gym seems to be copy paste uh, leader entrepreneur anything that that pre seven gym uh, seems to be it. So I'd be a recommendation, but not one I'm currently practicing. I'll let you know when I come back if I've pulled it off before seven o'clock. I was getting up at five thirty to do my workouts in the morning. You do? I was until oh. I got uh, until I got this. Uh, I tried a supplement that that knocked me out. Um, I did it on an empty stomach and it raised my, no, it dropped my blood, um, my sugar levels. And I went to hypoglycemia, I don't know what it's called. I've never suffered that before, so I didn't even know what was going on. Sure. I just I just know I had a cold chill. I couldn't figure out what was going on. And so now um, it made me susceptible. And so I got the cough and, and stuffy nose that came from it. So I'm letting my body kind of jump back and get physical yeah. again. Uh, so I can get back to working out, but yeah, I was my goal was to get up at five thirty, do my exercise, and get ready for work, and then uh, by seven I'm on my way to work. Yeah, but, you got you got me beat. <laughs> it's to me actually, I I prefer doing it in the morning, and I prefer working out in the fasted state. I feel like my body gets a lot more done in the fasted state. I don't do no pre workout drinks or any, none of that stuff. Yeah, That's I'm, me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a simple man. You you you, you know me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm not too overtly canonized in that regard. I'm, I'm still figuring it out, but, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm your, I'm your available business guy for a lunch or a dinner. And then, uh, a lot of my consulting stuff, uh, I'll make room for and, and go where we go. That's cool. That is really cool. So let's say, oh, we gotta, before I move on to this, let's see what we got over here. <laughs> Uh, we have a sweet dab by Spectral Bonsai. I'm not sure if you know who that is. He 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 attends he attends TB Co. On on. But, uh, so he's a, a, dab would be that daily audio bible. Maybe that's what he's he's shouting oh, out. So that's it. Uh, no, dab, not only go. that, they're called dabbers, which makes me laugh <laughs> even more. I'm, exactly. <laughs> I'm I, I, I'm not I'm not sure they're even they're aware of what they're saying, but I, I'm pretty hip to it. So. Yeah, the, the dabbing community is a very big community, believe it or not. And the guy's out of Spring Hill, so he's uh, he's he's nearby. And uh, just a, honestly, to be able to put um, the word in either before you go to sleep or to start your day, um, the audio side of it, and it's it's so funny. I, I, we could talk offline about it, but the guy's got like a, all like flowing music behind it. It's all this very <laughs> uh, romantic way of listening and, and interacting with the Bible, but I love it. I've, I've now, I, it's Pavlovian now for me. I, I start every day with it. And Spectre also says, yes, sir. I've been listening, listening for a few years. There you go. Yep. Uh, I actually, back in the mission field, I, I developed the habit of listening to the scripture just because faith comes by hearing. But also when I was working in like some dark cities or cities that you could feel the oppression, it was hard to sleep, and I needed the scripture to, to be spoken aloud just so I could find peace in my little house I was sleeping in. 
But uh, I got into that habit of just listening to it. And I have several different translations. And I've gone through the Bible in, in Spanish and in English and different translations. Uh, just, I, I don't know, I, I love listening to it or I even fall asleep to it. And one of my favorite things is I'll wake up in the middle of the night and whatever's being read is something I've been asking God about. I was like, that is that is cool. And I get up like, oh, yeah, that's what I was asking about. That's that's some cool stuff sometimes. So okay. I'm, I'm a big advocate for listening to scripture. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> let's go back to, to the, the next question. If my guests want to try, attempt something, what's one little piece of advice that you could say, hey, just give this a shot. And, um, and that can start kind of making your way towards the rock star of, of tomorrow. Sure. Um, I mean, we've been, we've been talking about um, ideas and uh, I guess that would be where my skill set is. Um, get on, get on uh, a, 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 just Google business plan or get on something and flush the thing out um, because where, where it lives on paper, it can be refined. It can be dialed in. It could be shared. It, hey, and to be able to say to a friend, Hey, could you read through this? I, I'm, I'm really trying to take something seriously. So much different than sitting around and just hanging out and saying something cool. And <laughs> like, it, anybody can come up and say an idea. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, uh, my my first idea as a kid was the toothbrush that you squeeze and the toothpaste came out of the top. I thought how great an idea this would be. It would be the greatest idea of all time. Well, yeah, you could say it all you want. Did you write it down? Did you research? Well, by the way, there was a patent filed in like 1965 <laughs> that, that that existed. But I, I didn't do any research. I didn't do any hustle. I didn't take it seriously. And so uh, for me, I would always go into talk is cheap. The, the hard work is, is exactly that. It's hard work. So start very practically, very simply, write it down, start to perfect it. Um, and ask people, hey, where where are there holes in this thing that I could possibly be missing? Mm, that is some good stuff. That is good, good advice. Thank you so much for that, Jared. Sure. Uh, oh yeah, the last question. Yeah. So, Jared, if you want to be found, how can people find you? <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, super easy. Um, couple different handles and or uh, different businesses. I'd promote FullMethod.com if you want to know anything about church and church consulting. Daisy May Hat Co. is the hat company. If you're in Nashville, um, we are right at uh, 1100 Douglas, which is right down in the center of East Nashville. Um, I've got, if you're interested in uh, my personal consulting services, that company is called Roadmap Therapy, and we take those on introductions. It's a referral service only, so if you want to get with Hosa and have him get uh, in touch with me, we can go that route. Or you can find me on all social media platforms. It is at J-A-R-E-D-R-O-M-A-N-O. I'm Jared Romano. It's at Jared Romano on all major social platforms. And look for, and look for that epic beard of his. It's on all social platforms. <laughs> that's, that's why I let the internet go out so you can get a, a different angle of the beard All right. I'm going to – I'm not going to kick you. I'm just going to put me in front so I can go ahead and close the show. And then I'm going to bring you right back as we say goodbye got it all right so don't go too far but uh ladies and gentlemen boys and girls okay i'll put my shades on once for the end it's just it's so hot this has been episode 43 of hey rockstar it is an interview with a rock star featuring the legendary jared romano 
This show has been packed with value, so please take it, apply it to your disciplines, and go and become that rock star. Go and become that startup expert. Go and just try it and start it and see what, what creative ventures you can you can go for and, and, and use the advice that he's giving you. Look for people to help you out. Um, but anyway, um, Hey Rockstar is associated with Low Budget Productions, which is a podcast platform. Uh, if you have Facebook or Instagram, go ahead and follow Low Budget Productions to and, and you'll find out more about other podcasts. If you're interested in starting a podcast, reach out to us and we will gladly take your hand and walk you through so that you can then take tell your story. So other than that, um, Jared, anything, any closing thoughts before I close the show permanently? No, no, no. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. Hopefully we'll do a series of these and. Uh, any way I can help your audience, obviously, feel free to reach out to me. Um, like I said, I, I think it's a community that is going to be able to help you through um, the many, uh, many ups and downs of, of what uh, it would look like to, to be a part of an idea, to be a part of a team. Uh, I've, I've realized it's not necessarily a straight line. It's definitely a curve. And we all, we all go on that curve together. So uh, looking forward to uh, more of these conversations. And any way I can help somebody, please feel free to reach out. All right. Let's take that curve together and let's go build some great things. All the way from Nashville, Tennessee, I want to thank you for letting us into your homes. Thank you for letting us into your cars. Thank you for letting us into your hearts. So I'm Josefat Emiliano. This is Jared, and Miguel is back there doing his thing. And until next time, much love and many blessings. Hey, you made it to the end of the episode. Look at you accomplishing things. <laughs> like the podcast? Then try catching us live next time. For now, the Hey Rockstar live stream is aired every Thursday. Hey Rockstar is affiliated with Low Budget Productions. Go to Facebook, like and follow LBP's page to learn more about the other amazing podcasts under their umbrella. The energetic rock background music is by Anwar Amar, also known as Music Today 80. Josafat Emiliano is a keynote speaker and mentor. To connect and invite him for your next event, go to his Instagram and direct message him at Josafat Emiliano. That is J-O-S-A-F-A-T-E-M-I-L-I-A-N-O. So take the big five and go live life as a rock star.